Welcome to Culture Couch, a pop culture podcast. The finale is finally here. It has been here for a little while, but yeah. life has also been here. So we've, we're a little late on putting out the finale episode, but we also wanted to give everybody a good chance to watch it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's the finale. It's like going to be the most talked about. Mm-hmm. Ever give everyone a chance to catch up on the show. Yeah. As well from episodes. I know a couple people that are behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? I mean, it's been a minute since you've seen it, but what did you enjoy about this episode a ton? Literally everything. Yeah. It was such a good finale and such a good episode. So many things were answered. A lot of loose ends were tied up, but also more were kind of left open or like reopened, I guess. Um, it, It was so, so good. Such a good finale and a great way to wrap it up. Do you feel like they did this in a way where they could end it or do more storytelling off this? I definitely think they can do more. I don't know if they necessarily intended to, but I think that because they know that they will, I mean, it's a cash machine, Star Wars. So why would they not? Especially because this show was very successful. It was very, very successful. Despite the weird Twitter hate. Yeah, because the star Wars fandom, you guys know how I feel about the star Wars fandom. Um, yeah, I, I think they can, I don't think they necessarily should, but because I would like to know more about certain characters, I would like to see more. And it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like I felt like we were just getting to the good stuff and my God, did we see him like in his glory? I feel like it came back in such a great way. Yeah. His, it's just, it's impressive uh, seeing when when Star Wars wants to have a good lightsaber fight and a mm-hmm. good two Jedi's going at it, the things they can do. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that that fight with Darth Vader and Obi Wan was one of the coolest fights we've seen. Mm-hmm. Because because not only was it like a good lightsaber fight, it was like a good fight using- of like themselves, like they're they're like they're testing their own might. And then testing the force yeah, because they were both using the force in different ways. It, it was so cool. Yeah. The only flaw with the, the fight is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And obviously he has to do this to fit into episodes four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. But there is no way Obi-Wan Kenobi is leaving Darth Vader twice. Leaving him alive. Yes. Again. Yeah. Like, so he, you know, he, he left him for dead. In episode three, mm-hmm. big shocker that he's still alive. He's seen all the terrible things he is doing. Yeah. There's no way he's going to leave him for dead again. He's going to finish him off. Yeah. That's the one thing that I was like, okay. I mean, I get that they have to do it because Darth Vader is, his story's not over yet at this point in yep. the timeline. But like it, it's just like, why, why can't you just do this? I mean, I kind of just have to chalk it up to Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's like the one thing that he just cannot do because he loves Anakin. Yeah. And he just can't bring himself to kill him. No. And I, 
I also think that that's like really cool, but also like you could have just saved the world or the galaxy so many problems if you would have just stopped it right here. But yep. yeah, I think Obi Wan Kenobi would have in a perfect if you're telling the story from front to start instead of starting in the middle like they did. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi would have killed yeah. Darth Vader at some point, and yeah. then he would have had to go figure out how to fight the Empire, and the story would be so different. And it, it's definitely plot armor. Yeah. You know, but that's just kind of, they needed it to be an exciting show as well. So yeah. I understand why they did it, but it did feel like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, I, like in the back of my mind, I know that he's not going to kill him. Yeah. But I'm like, what are you doing? Kill him. Cut his head off. Like, you know. the but. That's the only flaw with the show is you knew Darth Vader, Obi-Wan, Luke, and Leia all lived. Yeah. Right? There, was, we, there was no stakes. Yeah. We yeah. knew what, we know their storyline. We know what happens. It's fun and it's exciting uh, to watch like the characters, but mm-hmm. even though we know Leia's been captured by prisoners, we know Luke is getting chased by Reva. We know when Luke and uh, not Luke, um, his uncle, Uncle Owen and Lar, Uncle Owen and Aunt Lars, I want to say is her name. I don't know <sighs> what is her name, but his aunt and uncle. We know when they die, they die in Episode Four. Mm-hmm. So like when Reva's coming after all of them. It's like, like well, well, we know that they're going to walk away from this. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like when stories that like, or like backstories for certain characters have only been theories Yeah, are actually fleshed out. So I think it's really cool to see that progression from when, you know, Obi-Wan at the beginning to Obi-Wan now. I, that's all really cool stuff for me. And I, that's why I liked it so much. And getting to know other characters that he met along his journey that ne- aren't necessarily in the, the four, five, and six, but we know that they're out there now. So, like, now I want to know what Reva does. I want to know what her life plays out to be. Because at where we are now with the timeline, like, she's probably very much, she's probably a lot older now. Like, I want to know what she's done. I have a theory that she's going to show up in Ahsoka. Yeah. Cause Ahsoka is taking place between six and seven. Mm-hmm. And she, this takes place between four or five. She could be around after yeah. you know, that six. Seven. And all they would have to do is just age her a little bit. Age her 20 years. Yeah. And, and they can do that easy with makeup. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you know, it's not happening for four years, mm-hmm. she's already going to naturally age slightly. A little makeup. They'll take care of it. easy. Yeah. And it just makes sense because Reva was very much a parallel to Anakin. Yeah. Like she was basically doing everything that he did. And it would make sense that she made an appearance in Ahsoka. I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. But my, I just, I wonder what they're going to do with Ahsoka. Like, or maybe they're just going to say, well, we've made the Clone Wars and you can either choose to watch that or not. But that's kind of where the filler is going to be for Ahsoka's story and like her connection to Anakin. Because really, if you just came into it and you haven't seen The Clone Wars, you don't know who Ahsoka is. Yeah, well, and with Six, well, with this taking place after Six, there won't be a connection with her and Darth Vader. Yeah. Ahsoka, because Darth Vader had dies. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to just, like, I think they're just going to say, like, there's here's this character. If you want to know her upbringing, we have seven seasons of a cartoon show you can go watch. Yeah. And if you don't care about her backstory that much, then... And they'll probably fill in some stuff, like Anakin was her... Uh, Mentor. Her, Mentor. Her uh, master. Yeah. And her master, that's right. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be really cool if Reva shows up. Because I definitely don't think we've seen the last of Reva. No. Too big too big of a name. Mm-hmm. 
However, there is some things too that I've seen that are like, or that I just was interesting. Two characters in this show or in this series were stabbed with lightsabers. Qui-Gon Jinn gets stabbed with a lightsaber and dies. Yeah. In But both characters that were stabbed with a lightsaber, one of them, this is now her second time being stabbed with a lightsaber, both of them survive. Yeah. That's so kind of silly. Kind of bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I chalk it up to, well, I just have to explain it away to myself and be like, Qui-Gon's wound was more, was like, it was a, a wound that wasn't going to gonna come, that he wasn't going to heal from. Like it. You know, and he was older, and yeah, Rivas know. was just in her stomach. Like you can survive getting stabbed in the stomach, I guess. I don't know. And the the Grand Inquisitor, there was no reason to keep him alive. No, because he offered nothing else. Mm-hmm. There was like that shock, like oh shit, he's alive. And they kind of made us like seem like I thought that that Riva and him were going to end up fighting. Yeah, right. Which I would have loved to have seen. That would have made sense to keep him. There's no reason to keep him alive. Well, especially where his line when he comes back and he said, "Nothing keeps you alive better than revenge." Like. So obviously he has beef with her. Yeah. So I think at some point, maybe, hopefully we'll see them fight or maybe, I don't know if she's going to get her own series or something. I feel like that would be kind of a stretch to give her her own series. A little bit of a stretch. But um, where he hunts her down. Yeah. Because she's definitely like turned over the, the leaf and Obi-Wan at the end was like, all right, now you get to choose what you want to do with your path now. Like, it's up to you. It would be... Not necessarily a Reva series, but a Grand Inquisitor series would be kind of cool. Yeah. Where that guy goes and tries to hunt uh, Jedis. Yeah. And Reva is trying to stop him, mm-hmm. like, sneakily. And um, that would be kind of a fun series because it would be so much fighting. Yeah. Um, and then Darth Vader shows up every now and then, you know, to make it spicy. Just because, mm-hmm. dude, Darth Vader. Yeah, let's talk about that or with the fight again and how... Like, once they had duked it out. Well, first of all, the scene when Obi-Wan lifts all the rocks. Yes. Oh, my God. That and gave he, me goosebumps. And he's I'm just getting goosebumps talking about it. Pelting like, him. Yeah. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. He's just chucking him at mm-hmm. him like it's nothing. Yeah. And then, like, they carry on with their fight more. And I think Obi-Wan realizes, I'm not going to walk away from this fight unless I do something that actually, like, puts him down. Yeah. Whether I kill him or not, I need to put him down. So he ends up cutting him across his head and it cuts through his helmet. And so his face is exposed and he's already damaged his breathing apparatus yep. or whatever he's got going on. I loved that that was Hayden Christensen and how the, cause his like, you know, he speaks with that thing over his mouth, you know? So his voice, that's where the, yeah. the Darth Vader voice comes from. I love what they did with his voice or because like it was coming in and out of like Hayden Christensen's voice that you could tell was like very like, pained and struggling and then it would like come back in with like the digitized darth vader voice you know yeah super cool that was super well done and i think we talked about this a little earlier like why does he have this weird voice mm-hmm. or not weird voice but like why but does he have very this... different and we got to see why like we got to see like, like it's the... actually the device that he's using to breathe yeah. is what makes him sound the way he does and we could hear like when he talks regularly, like his vocal cords are damaged. Yeah. Like, so you got like, he's not going to, he's Darth Vader. He's not going to walk around with this weak, like, you know, sickly voice. He's mm-hmm. going to have a booming voice. So it was cool to see all that get tied up. Yeah. Um, and it was cool to see Hayden Christensen in the Darth Vader costume. Yeah. Because you only see him like, you, it's like, he's either Darth Vader or he's Anakin. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to kind of like tie those together. Yeah. And when it was like fully like 
fully suited up Vader. That was not actually Hayden Christensen. That was a stunt double. Yeah. Um, but for this whole scene, when they have their dialogue together, they, it, it was Hayden Christensen in the suit. Uh, they might have actually done like some of the fighting was actually Hayden doing it too. But, um, well, so you know how we talked about earlier? I was like, uh, this was before this episode happened, but Ian McGregor was like, it was fun to take a crack at Hayden again. Uh-huh. Well, the, when they were sparring, that yeah. was them actually doing it. Yeah. But yeah. we talked about before that episode came out, we're like, what? Like, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then the episode came out. I was like, like oh, this okay. is what he's this talking about. This is what about. he's referring to. Yeah. Is them being a master apprentice again. Like, yeah. that was, I bet that was so fun for them. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, that was probably peak. Like the you know the old glory days, right? Like the old, yeah. the good old days. Like that was probably like the good old days for Hayden and, and Ian McGregor. Yeah, and so to like go read Hayden. That, I mean, he's like I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his late thirties, maybe early forties even. But he's just doing the dad thing now. Yeah, he kind of fizzled out a little bit too. Yeah, he kind of just took a step away from Hollywood, which I think is fine as a human being. You know, yeah, it's just cool that they brought him back, and he did a really good job. I actually think he was better in this than he was in three. Yeah. Like just his, his acting in those were pretty rough. Yeah. Not but, great. but he's also young, very new to the acting scene. He was young. He was new. And then George Lucas also got too heavily involved in the script writing. He's like the greatest uh, idea guy. Yeah. You know, like, hey, let's big idea, big planet. But when it comes to like dialogue and conversations, he's the worst. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was a flaw in episodes one, two, and three is he got too involved in you know, conversational instead of just letting, like, instead of hiring the best of the best to come in. Cause yeah. so I think not, it's not all on hating Christian. It's a little bit on George Lucas as mm-hmm. to why. Yeah. And we're seeing that now he's older, better dialogue. He was, he was better in this overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also loved one of my most favorite moments of the episode was at the end when Luke or not Luke, uh, Obi-Wan and Leia are talking. Oh yes. And, she like cracks a joke at him and she makes him laugh and her face when she realizes like, ha, I made him laugh. Like that was like one of the cutest things I've ever seen. And then just what he says to her when he says, I, I wasn't telling you the truth when I told you, I didn't know your parents. And he's like, and I can tell you more about them if you want me to, but I will tell you that, you know, your, your mother was this, or you got these things from your mother and you got these things from your father. And despite what, your father has done now. Cause she, now she, I think she understands that he is her dad. I don't think so. She finds out in episode six. Okay. Oh yeah. Cause that's right. Cause she, he's like, and I can tell you more about them. And she says, no, you don't need to. And then I think he even says that's, he kind of even alludes to the fact that like, it's better for you not to know more to keep you safer. But if you want to know, I'll tell you. Yes. Yeah. And then she just is like, nope, you don't need to tell me. And it, it also was like, really endearing because at, when she says, no, it's okay. You don't need to tell me anymore. She looks at her parents at the organas and she's yeah. like, cause these are my parents too. Yeah. Like these guys raised me. So as far as she knows, those are her parents and they did a great job at raising her for who she is. And I just love that they were able to translate so many of her personality traits to Padme and Anakin. Yes. Cause she's very headstrong like Anakin is, but also very compassionate and rational like Padme was very smart. Yeah. Very smart. I loved when Obi-Wan gave her the holster to mm-hmm. the gun. Yeah. He goes, here's this. And she goes, where's the blaster? And he goes, I'm, I'm not just going to give a 10-year-old the blaster? And she's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's so, like, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. 
And then I like how when she gets dressed up, she puts the blaster on because that, that to me is actually when we get to see the start of Leia. Yeah. Because she now has recognized the, the dangers of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. She has seen, cause she's a princess. She's lived in this beautiful tower. She's gone off exploring, but like, she got to go see the dirty part of the galaxy, right? Yeah. And the the scary part of the galaxy and what the Empire's doing to these mm-hmm. average Joes. And I think now she goes, I need to play a bigger part. Mm-hmm. And so when she gets ready at the end of the episode and she's putting on her blaster and she's putting her gloves on, like that is the Princess Leia what, that we know mm-hmm. later on that is not going to... Like on the outside, she may look like a princess, but she also is not afraid to get her hands dirty if she needs to. Yeah. And she's yeah. not afraid of the empire. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this throughout. And like, that was the start of the, the, the princess Leia that goes, screw you like empire. Like we are going to yeah. take you down. And I love that when her mom comes in and sees her ready, she just says, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, doesn't make any remark about, Oh, it doesn't look like a, you know, a princess. She's just like, I, I love it. Yeah. Like stand up for who you are. It's awesome. And I'm pretty sure. Um, the Organas knew. I know Senator Organa knew Padme. I want to say that his wife knew Padme too, mm-hmm. and I think they have a relationship in Clone Wars. And so I think, like Padme shoots blasters a lot, and in Clone Wars, Padme is so much tougher than she is in the movies. Yeah, like super tough. Like, yeah, she just definitely more of a a strategist in the the prequel movies. Yeah. Like you can see her smarts coming into it for sure. So it's, I think it's fun to see like, you know, Princess Leia is very much Padme. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very political, but she, but she also takes well, she, the drive from Anakin. It's like yeah. what she needed that Padme maybe lacked just a little bit Yeah, or, you know, so it's a good balance of both. Yeah. I, it's sad that, I don't know. There's so many cool things that like they could do with Star Wars if we could just turn back the clock and have Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill be young again. I know. Because there's so many fun things in that, like, four or five. Because there's huge gaps between episodes four, five, and six. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not opposed to seeing a story that, that – and they just recast for them. Like, yeah. cast younger versions of them. But I know for a fact that the fandom would – rip them apart i don't like recast and not just in star wars it's just it's hard it's hard it's hard to like get attached to them because you know them as somebody that's else. how you see them yeah and star wars doesn't have like the multiverse to explain it away yeah right where like marvel now does they can bring iron man back and have it be whoever the hell they want and they uh-huh. can change it's it oh, seven it's just a variant of tony stark yeah and they can yeah. be seven people in a movie mm-hmm. and you're like okay there could be an army of iron mans from different multiverses exactly and we just would be like okay Cool. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But Star Wars, like... You can't do it that way. No, and it, it just hasn't ever been a part of Star Wars, so to try to, like, bring something like that in now would be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but and Star Wars is so... Want, like, there's I just, so many fun stories. Yeah, and I really wish they would just dive into something other than the timeline that they're in now. Like, yeah, they're, it's mostly fan service, I feel, because they're telling all these stories, but, like, I want to see a story of the Old Republic. I want to see more Jedi... More, you know, I that's what I want to see. You would love, like, the Old Republic stuff because there is a Jedi army and a Sith army fighting. Yeah, and it's, and just it's almost like medieval armies. in a way. Like medieval yeah. sci-fi, you know, I it, want that. It's a grungier because yeah. they're not, you know, it's 
couple thousand. I mean, the Star Wars universe right now, just book-wise, expands like 6,000 years. Yeah. And everything they're telling is in this 100-year. Outside of books. Mm-hmm. Oops. Outside of books, they're telling every all these movies and TV shows are taking place within 120 years or so. Yeah. Like, you know, just branch out a little. Mm-hmm. Or at least go linear. Like, we don't have to always have the Skywalkers. But the Skywalkers are also the most important. Yeah. For, for now. For this storyline and this timeline, yeah, yeah, they're the most important. But, like... I'm, they've been around for 30, 40 years. I'm over that. I want more. I want something else. I think they're scared. Yeah. To break off of anything Skywalker related because. Because they know what makes money. They know what makes money and they've never not done it. Yeah. Right. Everything has taken place of the Skywalker Clone War era. And so it's like, what are they going to do? And I, I think it really does scare uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they are very scared to try something. Uh, I know that the video games also play from like different books or comics that they've written or whatnot, but have you heard of the fallen order? Have you played the fallen order? Um, I have, let me look up the picture. I've played one a ton that takes place from a while, but I can't remember the name. The kid who was in shameless. He is the, the gay brother. He is, I think his name is Cal Kestis. Yes, I have played The Fallen Order. Yeah. So I don't know if it's been officially confirmed, but I'm pretty sure they're looking into bringing him on for a show. Of The Fallen Order. Yeah, he will be playing Cal. Or he'll make an appearance in something. Have you played that? No, but I really want to. I just haven't. It's actually kind of a tough video game. Yeah, like, that's it has... what I've heard. But, but I've heard it's really, really fun. It's Yeah, it's not like tough in the sense that like you want to quit, but it's... It, it it they thread the line really well and it has a really fun story to follow yeah. him around and the cinematics look really good, the cinematics are done really great and the fighting is actually really fun because it's really in like intense. really good combat yeah when does Cal take place is it is it, it's Fallen Order right oh, so that's the Fallen Order when I know Vader makes an appearance so it's sometime in this same area or era yeah, I'm trying to figure I'm I'm curious I'll have to do some research about uh what. Like, where does that take place in the movies? Because mm-hmm. like, I think the one of the main antagonists of The Fallen Order is one of the Inquisitors, right? It's a woman. Oh, maybe. I'm pretty sure she's an Inquisitor. So it could take place between three and four. Yeah. Which would make- I think she might actually be the High Inquisitor. Oh. So it might be a little bit after Obi-Wan, kind of what we just saw. Oh, yeah. I think. I don't know. The Inquisitors are interesting because we don't see them, like, at all in mm-hmm. the movies. The yeah. original trilogy. Uh, but they play a huge part in pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. So. They're like Vader's right hand, kind yeah. of, right? Yeah. Anyway, so what did you feel of the show overall as a whole? Uh, I loved it. Like, yeah. from start to finish, it was so good. It tied up so many Star Wars. Like like I said, there's one of the flaws of Star Wars is the gaps between movies is massive. Mm-hmm. And so the gap between three and four, and that one is huge. Uh, and, and so this tied up a ton of that stuff takes place you know 10 years after three uh i mean that's still a big gap like a 10-year gap but it still um closes that gap a little bit it tells us we get to learn more about obi-wan kenobi we learn more about darth vader we get to see darth vader in more of his power Mm -hmm. like dude looked unstoppable and uh so those are all fun fun things to see we got to see qui-gon jinn finally at the end yes uh albeit for a second He's shorter than I thought. I honestly did think he, I thought there was going to be like the Obi-Wan was going to do the, I don't know what to do. And then Qui-Gon Jinn was going to show up and give him a little bit of advice. And like then a pep on. talk kind of thing. But it was also kind of cool to see Obi-Wan figured out on his own. Yeah. Um, 
but it's still cool to see ghost Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. It was needed. Yeah. Um, it helps explain like how, cause you know, Qui-Gon, he's like, where were you? And he's like, I was here the whole time. You just didn't, you just, you weren't looking, you weren't looking and you weren't ready to see. And so now, you know, they, we learn more. I would actually really like them to dive into like how the ghost works. See, and that's how it, I feel like it's, it leaves it open enough that they could make a second season of it. Um, I still think they should just keep it small and six episodes. I think that's great. If they do it again, I don't know what they would do, but they definitely leave it open. Like they, they drop a huge cameo like that on us and kind of still leave it open. I feel yeah. like they're probably going to revisit this story. I, I agree. I do like six episodes. Six to eight episodes has kind of become like the perfect. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor has already said, he's like, if they decide to do it, he's like, if the fans make loud enough noise about it, they'll do it. And he said that he is on board he's like i will come back for it yeah if they ask me to and it'd be fun if he came back and didn't like help luke and leia like if there was something else he got involved in Mm -hmm. right like he went looking for ahsoka or or something yeah like something kind of help build up the meat to that story yeah yeah. just like anything else because it would be cool like this was fun to see but luke and leia are in good places and we know where they end up we don't need to see more of them now Mm -hmm. you know they're safe like we know luke is safe well, obviously we knew it before, but like we know Owen's going to be a badass if he needs to be. Yeah. Um, we know, dude, freaking Owen had one of the best disses I've ever seen, though, mm-hmm. in the start of the series. When he's like, he needs to be trained. He's like, like you trained his father, like mm-hmm. so aggressive. Oof. Yeah. Extra salt on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was your rate, the show? I would give it an eight and a half. An eight and a half. Yeah, I think I'd give it the same. It was good enough. And that fight at the end. I mean, that last episode was all fighting. Yeah. One thing shows are doing that I hate is the nighttime scenes for every freaking thing that's serious. And they make it so dark. Yeah. Like, why did no one learn the backlash from Game of Thrones? I I don't know why they, if there's like a camera trick that like makes it so night shots are easier. I have no idea. But I feel like they'd have to spend more money on lighting. Like, and making sure that we can see enough, even then, like, we really can't see a lot. But, like, trying to watch a show like that in the middle of the day is impossible. Yeah. You have to wait until nighttime so it's dark outside so you don't have lights coming into your house. Because watching that, like, have you tried watching the that the long night on of Game of Thrones? Uh, no. At the daytime, like, in the middle of the day? No. Yeah, it's almost impossible to watch or to see anything. We watched it. We were living in my parents' basement. They have really small windows mm-hmm. when that came out. And I'm grateful because we had the room pitch black. I mean, yeah. you couldn't and see. And it's still hard. And it's still... And we, like, changed the settings on our camera, on our TV to, like, bring out the darks and bring out the blacks and, like, the, the really deep colors mm-hmm. there. And it still was, like, hard. I think... I mean, they did that, obviously, because they wanted you to feel like you were in the dark like they were. But, like come on like, this is like the thing we've been looking for for 10 years yes like please just let us see the damn thing make it so we can see it anyway um yeah i would have to agree i think it was an 8.5 there were a few things about it that weren't the best but it was way better than what i thought it was going to be same i was a little nervous because when they said obi-wan they didn't say what they were doing uh-huh and it's like okay obi-wan darth Vader, like that's fun but then when the trailers came out and I was like, they're doing Luke and Leia. 
that made me really nervous because mm-hmm. that's a tough story. Well, they didn't even show anything about Leia. They just showed us when they, they showed saw Luke. the first like reveal trailer. They showed him seeing Luke, and you're like, okay, we're going to see young Luke. I had no idea that the show was going to turn into a story about young Leia. Yeah, but I loved it. Yeah, it was, that was actually a pretty good twist mm-hmm. that they pulled because it seemed like yeah. it was going to be about Luke. And then they pulled Leia. There in. were no leaks that I saw either that yeah. showed like, oh yeah, Leia's in the show. Like, you know, they kept I had no that idea. Silent. Yeah. Uh, they did a good job with it, um, but still a tough story to tell. I think, I don't, uh, it, Star Wars is trending up as far as like TV shows go. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get rid of Boba Fett, even, it's even better. So I think, you know, the, the stories, the next ones they have to tell are, should be pretty fun. Uh, Andor is going to be really cool. Uh, Ahsoka will be awesome. And yeah. they have a couple other ideas that are coming out. So, and then Mando season three is going to be great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I am excited. I do like, I think honestly, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think doing series on Disney plus is the way for star Wars to go. At least for the time being there, they will get back in the theaters. Yeah. But after the disaster of Han Solo, they got to figure out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But star Wars, there's no way that star Wars is not going to be in the theaters. No, because there's going to be a next big thing and. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think I do think though, if they want to get into theaters, they got to get off. I think they got to go like Old Republic, or they got to really change mm-hmm. like the story, what the the timeline they're in. Yeah, to like kind of reset the movie theater. Yeah, but until then, we will just wait patiently for the next next big thing. True, but guys, I think that wraps us up for our Obi Wan journey. Obi Wan. Um, we haven't decided what we want to do for our next series of minis quite yet but yeah i mean if you guys are liking these like we've said holler at us and let us know if you if there's a show that's even been out for a while that you want us to just watch and a throwback series yeah and give us so we can give you our thoughts on the show we would love for any recommendations for that um but yeah we'll be back back to regular scheduling just on tuesdays and we'll let you not let you guys know if we what we decide next because these minis are really fun we really enjoy doing them so yeah they're kind of actually almost my favorite yeah because i don't have to think of unpopular opinions it's great yeah wow we really shot, bit, or shot ourselves in the foot with yeah. that because that is not easy to do every week no but, it's not <laughs> yeah we thought oh yeah this will be really great it'll be easy i mean i basically am a walking unpopular opinion but you know whatever yeah anyways guys thank you so much for listening um you can give us recommendations shout outs whatever the hell on instagram at culture couch pod uh-huh um you can email us culture couch pod at gmail.com and you can add us on twitter uh culture underscore couch yes that is all as always thank you for listening um and have a safe and fun and relaxing fourth of july weekend yes bye